This year's a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris Chapter 3 Why Mr. Possum Loves Peace One night, said Uncle Remus, taking Miss Sally's little boy on his knee and stroking the child's hair thoughtfully and caressingly. One night, Br'er Possum called by for Br'er Coon, cordin' to agreement and after gobbling up a dish of fried greens and smoking a cigar, they rambled forth fur to see how the balance of the settlement was getting long. Br'er Coon, he was one of these natural pacers, and he racked long same as Mars John's bay pony, and Br'er Possum, he went in a hand gallop, and they got over a heap of ground. Br'er Possum, he got his belly full of persimmons, and Br'er Coon, he scoop up a abundance of frogs and tadpoles. They amble long, they did, des as sociable as a basket or kittens. Twill by and by, to hear Mr. Dog talking to himself way off in the woods. "'Sposin' he runs up on us, Br'er Possum, what are you gwine to do?' says Br'er Coon, says he. Br'er Possum sort of laughed round the corners of his mouth. "'Oh, if he come, Br'er Coon, I'm a-goin' to stand by you,' says Br'er Possum. "'What are you goin' to do?' says he. "'Who? Me?' says Br'er Coon. "'If he run under me, I'll lay a, I'll go give him one twist,' says he. "'Did the dog come?' asked the little boy. "'Go away, honey!' responded the old man in an impressive tone. "'Go away! Mr. Dog, he come and he come a-zoomin', and he ain't wait for to say howdy, neither. He just sail into the two of em. The very first pass he make, Br'er Possum fetch a grin from year to year, and keel over like he was dead. Then Mr. Dog, he sail into Br'er Coon, and right dar's where he dropped his money purse, cause Br'er Coon was cut out for that kind of business, and he fairly wipe up the face of the earth with him. You better believe that when Mr. Dog got a chance to make himself scarce, he took it, and what there was left of him went skedaddling through these woods like it was shot out of a musket. And Br'er Coon, he sort of lick his clothes into shape and wipe off, and Br'er Possum, he lay dar like he was dead, twill by and by he raise up sort of keerful like, and when he find the coast clear, he scramble up and scamper off like something was after him. Here Uncle Remus paused long enough to pick up a live coal of fire in his fingers, transfer it to the palm of his hand, and thence to his clay pipe, which he had been filling a proceeding that was viewed by the little boy with undisguised admiration. The old man then proceeded. Next time Br'er Possum met Br'er Coon, Br'er Coon fused to spawn after his howdy, and this make Br'er Possum feel mighty bad, 
seeing as how they used ter make so many excursions together. "'What make you hold your head so high, Brer Coon?' says Brer Possum, says he. "'I ain't running with cowards these days,' says Brer Coon. "'When I wants you, I'll send for you,' says he. Then Brer Possum get mighty mad. "'Who's any coward?' says he. "'You is,' says Brer Coon. "'That's who. I ain't sociatin' with dem what's lays down on the ground and plays dead when there's a free fight gwine on,' says he. Then Brer Possum grin and laugh fit to kill hisself. "'Lord, Brer Coon, you don't speck I done that cause I was feared, does you?' says he. "'Why, I want no more fear than you is this minute. "'What was they for to be scared on?' says he. "'I knowed you'd get away with Mr. Dog if and I didn't, "'and I'd just lay there watching you shake him, "'waitin' fur to put in when the time come,' says he. "'Brer Coon turn up his nose. "'That's a mighty fine tale,' says he. When Mister Dog ain't moan tetch you for you keel over and lay there stiff, says he. That's just what I was gwine to tell you about, says Brer Possum. Says he, I want no more scared than you is right now, and I was fixin' fur to give Mister Dog a sample er my jaw, says he. But I'm de most ticklish chap what you ever laid eyes on. And no sooner did Mr. Dog put his nose down here among my ribs that I got ter laughin', and I laughed till I, I ain't had no use of my limbs, says he. And it's a mussy unto Mr. Dog that I was ticklish, cause a little more, and I'd eat him up, says he. I don't mind fightin', Brer Coon, and no more than you does, says he. But I declare to gracious, if an I can stand ticklin', get me in a row where there ain't no ticklin' loud, and I'm your man, says he. And down to this day, continued Uncle Remus, watching the smoke from his pipe curl upward over the little boy's head, down to this day, Brer Possum's bound to surrender when you tetch him one in the short ribs, and he'll laugh if he knows he's going to be smashed for it. End of chapter 3